0: Welcome to the Murphy, Sam & Jody After the Show podcast. We have a little special preview today. This is going to be, part of it's going to be on the show tomorrow, but you'll get to enjoy the entire thing right now. It's our recent visit with Pat Monahan from the band Train.
1: Well, so excited to be talking to you. You're larger than life to me. Um, And I say that because I've been listening to your music forever, as everyone has. But then I saw you in concert a few years back, and man... Just blew me away. I came oh, back. That's so nice. Thanks. Oh, yeah.
0: You came back talking about
1: your voice, Pat.
0: That's I so
1: sweet. You know, you know what an instrument it is.
2: Well, that's very kind. Thanks, Jody. And
1: uh, I didn't hear anything. You're oh. larger
2: than life to me as well.
1: Oh, sure. I will be before this is
0: over. Must be the Zoom yeah. screen.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So, new album. Was this harder? Was this one more difficult because you wrote, you know, in a different way?
2: Yeah, it was actually. Um, I started writing before everything shut down. And it was just not the right record. But I didn't know that until everything did get shut down. And then I had to start writing uh, virtually with people. And I fought against it for about six months, and then finally started to write songs that I cared a lot about. And It ends up being like a throwback record my my manager was like this sounds like one of those am gold albums from you know 100 years ago Mm -hmm. and so i went with that and wrote a song called am gold about self-love because every generation struggles with it yeah and uh you know there's just not enough time on the planet to be sulking you have to like figure out who's going to be
0: your people and go find them and be with them yeah you know listening to am gold First thing I heard was like, it reminded me of the TSOP, that Philadelphia sound. I love that.
2: Yeah. Cause that's what, that's the idea behind the strings in it. That's what we were going for the Philadelphia strings and horns.
1: Yeah. Do you have those middle of the night writing moments or do you, is it, are you more deliberate and lengthy? I
2: have had those moments like drops of Jupiter was a dream. Uh, I just fell asleep and then I woke up after like falling asleep for 10 minutes and wrote the song in 15 minutes, but
1: those, those
2: don't come that often.
1: Right. gosh, My favorite album. I mean, I'm willing to give anything a try, but my favorite was Save Me, San Francisco. I know that oh, one. Front thanks. To back. I mean, I could I know that one front to back. I love it so, so much.
2: Oh, cool. Thanks. Well, I hope you like this one as well. I think you might. If you like if you like stuff from. If you like certain train songs from all the way back, you, you, you might really like this album.
1: Very good so do you always write with people or is some of it i mean i know because what? not always like
2: drops of jupiter i didn't write with anyone but uh, this whole album i I wrote with my drummer and and keyboard player they they're very smart really helpful they're able to help me you know find the right keys for my voice uh, the right sounds for today instead of you know yesterday but uh, even though this is a like a throwback album, and there are sounds uh, like from the Philly area or era of uh, of horns and and strings, there's also a lot of current sounds. So uh, like old school music, but in a way in a new way.
1: Um, you I know you know what earworms are, right?
2: I have one in my head right now.
1: What do you have in your head?
2: <laughs> uh, it's usually like uh.
1: I get my weed in California,
2: like oh, yeah, a, a, a Justin pre- Bieber song that makes me crazy oh. for about a month.
1: Right. And he did that at the Grammys.
0: Do you have to yeah. sing it really to get it out of your head or does it just eventually disappear? I hope that
2: it just disappears. It, it's just a, I, uh, uh, I'm not a religious man, but I do pray for certain songs to leave my head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's the trick. You yeah. know that, right? Supposedly you have to sing the whole thing. Oh, for- is that right? get it out off of it yeah oh, okay yeah. that's what we hear anyway your uh hey soul sister is one of the big earworm songs yeah. of the last 20 years you know that right yeah
2: sorry about that no so my daughter who's 13 was trying to describe to me the difference between drops of jupiter and uh hey soul sister and she's like dad do you know what burn factor means and i was like <laughs> are you seriously talking to me about this right now yeah. Uh, and so she's like, hey, Soul Sister just got played too much. So it burned and drops of Jupiter didn't. And I was like, oh, thank you, 13 year old for teaching yeah. <laughs> me the way.
1: You know what? For she might be, me the music she might be dropping some truth. Because mm-hmm. when I hear, the, <laughs> I can't hear that enough, Yeah. but mm-hmm. hey, Soul Sister did get burned. It just checked all those radio boxes. Yeah. You, you guys did
2: that. that to my daughter. I know. Sorry. It
1: did. It did. Okay. So she, is she musical like you?
2: Yeah. She more likes dance. My 10 year old son is very musical. Uh, My daughter who's 13, she would rather dance to music than sing it and perform it. And he's the opposite.
0: Nice. Is your son one of those kids that at some point you see doing music with? Yeah, I think so. Like I've always looked at that as a strange kind of thing.
2: Like, uh, Until I went and saw, uh, I went and saw the Eagles a few months ago and Glenn Fry's son was there because Glenn's gone now and it was so moving and beautiful. And he did such a tremendous job. He was such a classy young man that I was like, Mm -hmm. I could definitely want to do that.
0: Mm -hmm. Does your son try out any of your stuff now, or is he that far advanced? Uh, Well, he's 10. So
2: he's in a thing called School of Rock, which is a big program around the country. And he's, uh, you know, he's learning guitar riffs from ACDC and and things like that. It's uh, they teach a lot of old school stuff. I like it. Yeah. Do
1: they play the does he play the card of my dad as Pat Monahan?
2: No, no, he's uh, they're not interested in that at all.
1: Well, he will be one day. I mean, he may not be right now, right? No, he's.
2: You know i think he's he's much more talented than i ever was so I, I think he'll i think i'll be playing the card that i'm rock monahan's dad
1: oh that's sweet that's his rock. name rock
2: wow yeah Rock Monahan. His
1: name? well yeah
2: it sounds like rock monon the, uh, the totally composer
1: him an edge i love knowing this so okay we have to go back to your big voice i love the whole band but i want to go back to your big voice Have you ever lost it on stage? Like, what do you do? What does Train do when you can't sing?
2: I have lost it. Um, You know, I'm from Erie, Pennsylvania originally before we started the band in San Francisco and I lost my voice there. So I I feel like I've learned enough over the years that stress Mm -hmm. is the cause of most human problems, uh, like losing your voice, getting sick, uh, having like big sicknesses. Like usually it's from people that, don't talk about problems or they don't share enough or uh, I'm not that guy. I talk, I over-talk, but I think I was so stressed out about going to my hometown that I couldn't sing. So I had to cancel that show. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then you just, you just have to reschedule it, but uh, it's not the end of the world, but it's pretty disappointing.
1: So you were nervous.
2: I think so without me really knowing, I think a lot of our stress is subconscious, you know, like where you don't even realize why you can't sleep until maybe something happens and you go like oh no wonder I was having that stuff go on you know
1: right oh
0: God. sleep means everything does that usually Agreed. hit you or how do you approach like five minutes before you go on stage is it like I can't wait to get out there every day or are there or some nerves? days where you're just like oh, this is not gonna be a good one well every
2: day we do a show we try to make the set different than the night before or the week before or whatever, or the time we were there before. And my nervousness isn't as much about performance as it is. Is this the right show for people? Is this going to translate the way I want it to? Uh, so we do a lot of private shows and for a year we were starting in a certain way and we just reverted back to the old way we used to do it and it's just a much better way to get a crowd involved right away so you just have to keep learning all the time, but it's not as much like I hope I can do it as much as I hope, I can, I hope I can put out
0: there what we want tonight. Who who decides the encore songs. Hmm. Uh. Well, I do
2: Mm -hmm. because, uh, I have to perform, you know, I'm the one singing them. So I want, I want to be able to have control of that.
1: Nice. I love it. Okay. Anything else we need to be aware of? Can you give us a, for this tour, a percentage of, you know, are we going to hear (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Drop that old to new. Yeah. I think, you know, people
2: want to hear, people want to hear songs that they know. I know. So they're going to hear those. And uh I've been to shows where they don't play their hits. And I've been like, why would you do that to us? Do you hate us? And so I'm more about I want everybody to sing along the whole time and have fun. So we'll play all those songs. And then when their album comes out on the 20th of May, we'll get a, a good indicator of what people are gravitating towards. And then we'll we'll add those few songs to the show. And and hopefully there'll be more than just a few and we can inter- interchange them throughout the the summer. But I'm on a song on Jewel's new album and she's on one of our songs. So uh, we'll be joining each other on stage and uh, it'll be like old school kickback, have fun, be like a family again, kind of thing.
1: Everybody wants to be out there anyway. Everybody wants to go. I'm finally going to shows this year too.
0: Yeah. Uh, when Jody had mentioned earlier that she'd seen you in concert, I think it was with Maroon 5. It was with Maroon 5. And there was some interchanging going awesome. on. Awesome! Is, oh, is yeah. there an artist like Maroon 5? Is there an artist that you love being able to test your vocals out on their songs? Besides Justin Bieber, of course.
2: Hmm. I've joined a bunch of people out there that uh, I've had a lot of fun with. And like Joy and John Mayer and the Goo Goo Dolls uh, would come out and join us. And I always, you know, as... As the headliner, it's my job to either be inclusive or exclusive, and I have been on the exclusive tours, and I don't like them. Mm -hmm. Uh, I like for everybody to be a family while we're out there. Like we're taking care of each other. We we have three months to to get along and and figure out how to be close to one another and give people uh, a better show. I you know I love camaraderie. Like if I if if Peter Gabriel and Sting are doing a tour together. I want to see them on stage together because that's the magical part of uh, their relationship and what i want to believe their relationship is
1: yeah i didn't know to expect that but there was a lot of that mm-hmm. you and adam it was it was it was a lot more of that than i expected i guess i should say
2: cool yeah but, i like adam i i think you know he's a i think adam's a super sweet guy
1: he said the same about you
0: yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay Thank you for your time. You're fabulous. The new album is called AM Gold, and the tour is this summer.
2: Cool. Well, thanks a lot for uh, your time.
1: Thank you, Pat. Thank
2: you, Pat. See you soon.